Hello everyone, you're listening to Legends of Laia, a tabletop actual play campaign set in the fractured world of Laia, brought to you by Infinity Break where we're telling stories our own way. Legends of Laia comes out every other Wednesday wherever you get your podcasts, and if you'd like to talk more about the show, we highly encourage you to follow our Twitter at Legends of Laia Pod and our Discord at bit.ly forward slash infinity talk. That's capital I Infinity Capital T Talk. Before we get started, let's go ahead and reintroduce our characters. Folks, my name is Ben Hamlin. I play a rogue of indiscernible archetype named Hugo, Charlemagne, Augustus, Robert, Danton, Dufontaine. For some reason, I'm deciding to deliver that like I am Siri. Hey everyone, I am Andrew Akel. I play Darius Alamnath, aka Ollie, who is a sea elf wizard of evocation level 12. My name is Betty Triple Gobes. I play... <laughs> Uh, Paladin Captain Petros, or Half-Orc Paladin Cleric. I'm also level 12. I am Johnny Ronaldo. I play Finley Murphy, our level 12 uh, halfling chef, who is also a level 12 fighter. Uh... And last but incredibly not least, your Dungeon Master for Legends of Blaya, Nick Boylan. Nick? Hi. Hey, how's it going? Uh, it's going fine. Uh, Nick, do we have a story today? Yes. <laughs> Hesitant. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Hey, hey, man, don't worry Last about time. it. Nick, can I talk to you uh, DM to DM? Yeah. Half of this is, like, bullshitting confidence. You don't actually have to be right. You just have to sound right. Oh, I know I'm right. So, yeah, okay. Well, but mm, now see as your player. <laughs> I, uh, okay, uh, Nick... DM to DM, okay. real quick. Okay. Um, you should just you should try just being right instead of pretending. Oh, I'm not pretending. Mm. <laughs> right. No, but okay. I was just making sure because Ben was our recommendation. Yeah. Yeah. Is it fun to DM a game with four other DMs? Is that like exciting? <laughs> <laughs> uh. Well, do, I do you feel like, perhaps uh, undue pressure? <laughs> no. Uh, well, I mean, actually, it's kind of nice because then. Other DMs kind of know what the expectation for players are, you know? And Oops. so as players, they are a little better That's why we dick around so much. <laughs> like, when the See, story I, calls I for always, it. I always thought it was less, I know what I'm doing because I'm a DM, and more, I got hurt, so I need to hurt somebody. Exactly. <laughs> well, I'm not like that, but if you guys are going to be like that, then I can change this, this uh, combat around this just, totally I non-existent combat ignore them hey what combat what combat Nicholas? <laughs> Nick? we're just at a party it's a dance battle we're just butters. at a party i'm at a party i'm having a good time and i snuck a sword in wait hold on you guys have been to parties where there weren't fights it's just orc that's wait, an orc thing you've been to a party actually most parties i've been to there weren't fights actually for real in real life hmm. you fight and then you kiss that's the orc thing uh-huh. That's every party I've ever yeah, been to in my life. Just right. like Klingons. And it's the same person. You fight and then you get that exact yeah, same person enemies to lovers. Out of a party ever. I think I have in... never been to a party where it was a fight, if we're being frank. You're in like an abusive relationship. Oh, I had to kick two like... people out when I was like throwing parties, and then there mm. was one party I went to in Arizona where like uh, somebody slapped the girl I like and people had to physically hold me back, but I used to have anger problems, so so yeah, well, justified in that case. Can we play the game last time? <laughs> yeah, let's play the game, maybe. Legends of Laia. You went to a party. 
You went to a party, and it, it was a fun party, and there was nothing wrong, and everything went great, and then you went home, and it was fine. And the hors d'oeuvres were wonderful. The hors d'oeuvres were wonderful. And Ollie hit on a girl. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Ollie did hit on a girl. Is hitting on a girl right now. I don't think he came back um... to the rest of the group yet. Uh, so you came to the the party um, with the last artifact in tow, kind of. Uh, you hid the original kind of. artifact uh, in a box that was enchanted, and then you gave us <clears throat> the fake artifact that Elias made for you in place of the actual one. Uh, and then you told the curator about... Zorban Malik's evil plan. Um, and he was surprised, but willing to work with you. Because as surprised as he was, uh, he also, it seems, had some doubts about Zorban Malik's change in character over the last decade or so. A few decades, really. Uh, but he tells you to keep an eye out and enjoy the party to the best of your ability. And if anything should be the reason being that he didn't want to draw attention to it because he was afraid that if he did so, that he might put the other party guests in danger should something happen. Um, so he said, keep an eye out, uh, enjoy while you can, you know, as much to the best of your ability, we'll try to make it work. And if something happens, I'm with you. Um, so currently, as it stands, there are uh, Ollie. I think is still with Jabril at the octopus tank. Yeah. Yes. Okay, that's still happening. Um, you found out that she is most likely relative of the little angel child that you picked up at the in the desert. Oh yeah, but she is unaware of what has happened, what had transpired at the temple. She doesn't know. Well, I think, that. and Ollie is unaware of I, yeah, the temple and where the child came from. So I don't think Ollie put the put the the dot connected the dots. Oh uh, yeah, I don't think Ollie knows about that. Um, I think, uh, if I recall, there. I think like telepathically, I told everyone else. Oh yeah, hey, this person was... was from some tower in the desert, and everyone else was like, ah, okay. <laughs> Uh, the other guests is that you have are of note are Zorban Malik and his daughter and Lisea's half sister, and um, also Mateus's mother, who is the captain of the Queen's Guard, um, in the Amethyst Kingdom, is also there. If I remember correctly, you wanted to tell her about Zorban Malik as well, but as you were about to do so. Um, no, I think that is where we left off. Is you were going to approach her. I know that Hugo had a conversation with Zorban Malik yes. and it was uncomfortable. Yes. He basically insinuated that if you had told the curator anything or outed him at all, that he would harm you and the curator. So what you're saying is there might be a murder. You could say there would be a murder. It was also dropped why did, that. Why did you say it like that? Hugo shares a name with the beard. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. Not in the episode. Why didn't you include that in the episode? <laughs> so 
sorry. I don't remember no. who edits this podcast. <laughs> Andrew, why did you include that in the episode? It was a uh, thing I dropped, and the only person who reacted to it was you. No, no, we talked about he, dropping it soon. I don't think it actually got said. It's dead. I mentioned right. it. Uh, Fuck me. Zorban mentioned the bird's name, but it, I think it kind of, no pun intended, flew over everyone's heads. Um, but yes, you did have a discussion with him where he oh so nicely threatened you. Yeah, like a father figure might. Yeah, you know, professors. <laughs> Always getting bullied by them. Mm-hmm. Mm. I, no, I'll save that story for later. All right. Remind me how we are grouped together and or not grouped together, as the case may be. It's Ollie is separated. Hugo is separated? Yeah. Hugo was pulled aside, I believe. But he is not that okay. far off from you. Cool. And the rest of us are still kicking it yeah. together? As far as I know. Unless Finley... I know Finley went off to go... Try... A drink at the bar. I can't remember exactly what it was, but... Uh, Did you go talk to Mateus's mom? Am I remembering that nobody right? Nobody has talked to her yet, I don't think. Okay. Cool. Well, that's what I'm gonna do then, I guess. <laughs> Off we go. Off you go. Um, so you approach her. She is uh, alongside. Um, there's like there's someone with her, um, and she turns to you as you approach. Wait, sorry. Pause. I'm clearly my brain is all over the place today. Um, what did I want to talk to her about? Oh, okay. So you wanted... So first there was the whole thing of there might be a fight here. Right. Right. Okay. And you know that you know that what with her being the captain of the Queen's Guard, she's quite capable, martially speaking. Cool. So having someone on your side, if a fight mm, breaks right. out, making her aware might be... Because she's someone you tr- that you would, you know, theoretically <clears throat> trust given that you understand who she is in her position within your military. She's quite capable, martially speaking. (laughs) She's capable with other things, too, but... Ladies. um... Milf. Great. Okay. Cool. I remember now. Sorry. (laughs) Why, Maddie? Has it been, like, six weeks? Yeah, who could say? Not me. Um... All right. Uh, and sh- her title is just captain. Just captain. Okay. It's funny because I think captain. that the way that I've written it, both she and Mateus share, like, would be called the same, like Captain Marcos, like the same and thing. Me. <laughs> yeah, captains. But I mean, yeah, he would all... be like, "Don't call me captain. I'm not a captain anymore." <laughs> but she still is. Yeah. And but she and I both are, which is the fun part. Um, Time to meet the in-laws. Two eh. <laughs> yeah, really excited for the wedding arc. I guess that's just what she um, goes by. It's not an actual like military title. It's more no. of like a title. She's of her more station. of a guard captain. She's like yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Make it sound like it's her first name. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Captain, please, no, that was my yeah. father. Yeah. 
Yeah. Dr. Senator, the greatest fictional character of all time. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, how do I want to open up it here? I'm dating your son. <laughs> I'm not! I'm not! Um, okay, so you start with, can I date your son? <laughs> no! I don't... I hate you guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Why are we obnoxious? Yes. <laughs> Just a touch. Only on Tuesdays. Uh, so, And it's a Sunday, so you're fine. Um, <laughs> Captain, do you mind... Uh, no, I don't want to... What the fuck? I'd forgotten how to talk to people, I guess. It's okay. I know. Um, this is all in character. This is all in character. Yeah. It, I, yeah. Uh, Maddie, I, I find sometimes uh, it helps if you, like, externalize another character as, like, a physical construct. So, or, okay, you know, like, in public speaking where you gotta, like, picture people in their underwear? Imagine me as a tall, beautiful sure. woman. Maybe that would help? <laughs> Bet I do all the time. Oh! Um, what? <laughs> Congrats! What? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank- <laughs> You just, you've got the energy of a tall, beautiful woman. <laughs> I actually really got myself with my own joke there. <laughs> yeah, and I, I don't know how to follow that up. I don't have a good punchline. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm fucking, okay. I'm genuinely Come speechless. Come on, go, All right. let's get it together. Uh, Hugo leaves the party, I'm out. <laughs> uh, Podcasting. I okay. can't believe that amounted to like, okay, but Maddie, imagine me, but if I was a MILF. <laughs> Fine. And then yeah, Maddie was, was make... like, yeah, I already do. Yeah, I was trying to make Maddie more uncomfortable, and weirdly, they fucking uh, reverse Uno'd me. <laughs> yeah, get dumped on, bitch. And a plus four, that bitch. <laughs> yeah, I did a reverse Uno plus four. Um, okay. <sighs> okay. Captain, can I talk to you privately for a moment? Yes, uh, of course. Thank you. Sorry. This will be brief. Um, I'll pull her to the side. I'm not going to, like, take her out of the room because that's weird. Uh, but just enough so, like, people hopefully can't overhear. Sorry. Uh, I am Paladin Captain Petros from the Amethyst Kingdom. Um, I have reason to believe that there's going to be a scuffle of some kind here tonight. Um... And I know of your uh, prowess, I guess, if I'm to put it lightly. Um, Marshally speaking. Uh, yeah, mar- Marshally speaking. <laughs> yeah, the joke is I went on that date with Mateus so I could get his mom. Um, <laughs> Isn't that the end goal anyway? <laughs> uh, Mateus' mom has got, got it going on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, what can I say? I'm like, some of my NPCs are just like that. Yeah, you love to make a God, at least two of them in this campaign. And I love that for you. <laughs> I don't know where the end of this sentence is going, but essentially I just wanted to let you know, um, and hope to get your help when it does. A scuffle... What what makes you believe that that might happen? Not like, you know, uh, the presence of alcohol wouldn't encourage one <laughs> anyway, but... In this case specifically, um, you're aware that of the artifacts that were brought here tonight, the kind of, that's, I mean, they're kind of the point 
of this whole affair. Right. Um, they're fairly powerful, and uh, me and my party were part of the people who who brought some of them in. Um, the the person who brought in the others we think is going to try and take all of them, and they're powerful enough that I I we can't let that happen. Um, it's not to put too fine a point on it. It's world ending levels of strong. Of course. That would be concerning. I I don't doubt that you're telling the truth. It's just a, a little bit of a more that more that I guess than what I was expecting. I figured perhaps yeah, that this I know, had an impact of some kind, but it sounds to me that you know a bit about them and you have reason to believe that they would be dangerous if in the wrong hands. Yeah, that's the long and short of it. Who... She kind of almost like... Kind of glance does like a half glance over her shoulder where her eyes kind of move in the direction of Zorvan Malik. Do you think was responsible for the other or who might steal them? Who should we be looking out for? Uh, your instinct is right, I think. I don't want to start naming names just in case, but I understand. We will keep an eye out and hopefully hopefully nothing happens but if it does we'll be ready I don't want obviously anyone to be harmed of course me neither I uh thank you for thank you for listening I, know I appreciate it's a you bringing it pitch. to my attention of course of course well beyond that have a good night like you said, hopefully nothing goes wrong. And I will, I'll give her a little bow and uh, go back to my crew. She'll give you a nod. Uh, she's definitely more on the, like, more on uh, aware. Alert. Now. Perfect. Perfect. She also lets, uh, she speaks to the person, the the man who she came with to, like, let him know as well. It kind of seems that she has kind of like a bodyguard with her. Mm, okay. Samateus' so so stepdad? Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, that could just be his regular dad. Oh, yeah, that's true, I it's guess. It's not. <laughs> uh, she's not with him with him. <laughs> Sorry for that family drama. So she's single is what I'm hearing. <laughs> she is single, yes. Hello! Okay, so Petros's mom was off limits, but Mateus's mom? <laughs> no problem. <laughs> My mom sucks. My mom's not a good person. This mom is. She is. Um. Petros's cool. mom would not treat you right. This woman, I think, might. <laughs> she Sometimes you is, gotta be treated wrong. She's <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> She's loving of her family. Supportive. That's right. Treat me wrong, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I hope the if that 
stays in the show. I hope there was a palatable air of sadness when I said that. <laughs> you sounded pretty miserable, I won't lie. Cool. I think that's it for right now. I'm gonna... Me and Coria, the idiot squad, that's not true. She's very smart. Um, are, are going to, I think, just kind of tool around. Uh... And just keep our eyes open. Like, I don't think Petros is even going to drink. I'm mostly just kind of, like, on alert right now. All right. Maddie, you're right. It wouldn't have been advisable to drink. My bad. Yeah, Hugo's like, oh, is he? (laughs) Yeah, he's going to start doing shots. Good for him. Shot, yeah, oh, shot, I mean, Hugo, shot, shot. I believe is canonically, once again, I don't know enough about the last episode to dispute this. I believe he's already two drinks into the evening, but his entire fighting style is just swishing around his sword real fast. Uh, so maybe this works out for in his favor. I mean, a con save will determine that. <laughs> All right. He's a, um, he's a slosh buckler. <laughs> Hang on. Yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> I'm not laughing, listener, but I am smiling real big. <laughs> yeah. I think that was funny. Yeah, I think Andrew's chortle afterwards is what really sold it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very good, very good. Yeah. Sloshed buckler. Uh, Finley, <laughs> what are you up to? Um, I mean, to be honest, I feel like she's still just like pigging out on hors d'oeuvres and like walking around with a drink and just like being a cretin <laughs> goblin energy yeah love that i mean for she, her. she like the thing is that like combat doesn't scare her at all so she's just like well if i'm here i'm gonna have a good time until i have to kill that guy right right like whatever uh and also like she is the act normal portion of the group this evening <laughs> Like, yeah, we're just here enjoying the party. What's nothing's weird? I love that normal about this party is goblin energy. <laughs> yeah. What else do you do at fucking boring ass museum things? You appreciate the art. That's why there's alcohol and hors d'oeuvres in the first place. Alright, I guess I'm doing them wrong. Ollie, what are what are you how is this uh progressing with you? Uh so I believe <clears throat> where we last left was we were heading to the aquarium to look at fish and to talk to fish. Yeah. You were going to, oh yeah, um, that, yeah, to talk to fish because she was like, I've never yeah. heard of a uh, an octopus that talks before. <laughs> so I, I believe that is where Ollie is at right now, which is probably in a different part of the museum. Yes, yeah, true. You do still have the earpiece. <laughs> Yeah, but like, the, well, the metaphorically speaking, telepathy, yes. <laughs> the metaphorical earpiece. <laughs> the emotional earpiece. Yeah, emotional support earpiece for my heist. Um, so, um, with Ollie, you know, separate from the rest of the crew, and... Finley wandering around, having the time of her life right now. Um, you... Hmm. The night seems to go on without 
much difficulty. It's pretty normal uh, if you've been to a museum party, which some of you, I guess, canonically maybe have. Petros, maybe. Hugo, definitely. Uh, Hugo, you notice that differently to most Elsurian ones, uh, the people here are a lot more fun. Okay. Um, Continue. <laughs> the drinks and hors d'oeuvres also uh, better. <clears throat> okay. It's not just El Surian old fashions. It's uh better than that. I mean, that's just like your opinion. <laughs> I made this while I know. <laughs> um so about an hour and a half passes without any kind of disturbance happening. Uh now, Hugo roll con save. Sure, for sure. Uh, also, I'm supposed to roll 1d4 for each hour I've been drinking, I think, to determine the number of drinks Hugo's consumed. Oh, fair enough. Do that nope, too. No, a I... joke. A joke. A joke. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. Like, say, are you doing four but... drinks an hour, my man? Uh, I've been to those parties before, sure. At this party where we might do a fight later? Yeah, yeah that's Hugo. His, his sword is skill. Or his skill is sword. Ooh, I guess I've been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm sorry, Nick. What did you just ask for me to do? A con save. A con save. Thank you so much. God, glad, glad someone was paying attention. I okay. Haven't, I haven't played Pathfinder in a while, but I still almost said fort save. <laughs> I know. I know you did. Uh, all right. That's a that's a twelve. You are. You're feeling a little tipsy, but eh. Not much more different from your usual shenanigan-esque self. Not much different. Oh, thanks. Um, definitely noticing that some of the party members, not like your party, but party goers, rather, are wandering away from where they were and are instead starting to congregate closer together in the main room. Closer to your group. In between you and the artifacts. Mm Mm-hmm. Is is there, like, a presentation going on? No. Is someone going to juggle the artifacts? <laughs> no, the... It's Finley! <laughs> no, the, the, um... The, the, the shield is still up around the artifacts. Um, but Zorben and his daughter, uh, are... They're, so the artifacts are kind of on top of, like, a pedestal-esque... Thing that has stairs that lead up to it just where they're kind of more in view of the rest of the party kind of in the back and then the main hall kind of leads up to that okay. Zorban and his daughter Cordelia are kind of in the bottom uh, of the stairs standing together and then the rest these party these unnamed party goers who you've never seen before are uh, kind of like moving amongst the party but 
um, like getting closer together and moving it kind of at the same time. Over over our uh, comms, I put my finger to my ear and I say, it's been like an hour and a half. Has anybody seen anything happening? No. No, not uh, not so much. No confrontations between guests. Nobody seems to have a weapon. Uh, but I, I do notice that people are migrating towards the artifacts, which uh, brings me a wee bit of concern. Yeah, I don't really like that. Uh, I will go uh, uh, investigate. Right. Okay, so, Hugo, you are going to investigate what exactly? What people are doing over there. Okay, are you going to move over there physically to, like, accompany them? Nope, going to detach my eyeball and just toss it. (laughs) Yes, I'm going to walk over there. Okay. Do you want to kind of, like, intermingle with them? I would love to intermingle. Okay. Stealth mode. (laughs) Like when you push your way through a crowd in Hitman. <laughs> Just like Hitman. Just like, Just like Hitman. Hitman's right, on the mind. Perception. Oh, perception, not stealth. Oh, uh, I didn't no, that's know fine. You... I'll do perception. No, I'll do perception. You wanted to look. I know. Fifteen. Rolling so, averagely. You notice that at the door behind the artifacts you can see Uh the curator is standing kind of in the hallway like you as you like are walking kind of through the main hall and you kind of get a better view of the corridor off to the right you can see that the museum curator is there um watching the artifacts he intermingles with guests every once in a while but always comes back to the same spot um zorban and cordelia though have taken to standing at the bottom of the like the small little bit of stairs that lead up to where the artifacts are standing. Mm-hmm. And they seem to be making eye contact with these party guests that have kind of situated themselves between you and them. There's no crime against that. No crime against that? No law against that. Whatever. Um, they don't seem to be... Like, there's no weapons or anything, but... Can I... I know what I can infer as a player. Um, I don't know if Hugo's that smart, though. Fair enough. I was uh, no, say, yes, he is. He has like a 17 in intelligence. party-goer behavior. Like, this looks like a concerted effort. Okay. Oh, this is a flash mob. <laughs> They're all gonna carry Hugo on their shoulders and... Oh, they're going to do the time warp again. Um, I don't know why I call him dumb. He has plus three in intelligence. Anyway, whatever. It's because you play uh, him. Is it because of how you Because yeah. <laughs> I play him like a moron. You're right. That's why. Uh, can I roll investigation to figure out? I mean, I can't do like detect arcana or anything because I'm just not that smart. Um, even though I have a plus three in Arcana, but can I do like an investigation to see if I can like check out individual people? Like not just like looking at the crowd, but like looking at like details of their faces or something. Can I? Yeah. Okay. Can I tell if magic is at play, even if I am not like magically inclined? 
Is anyone's eyes glowing? Roll investigation. 17. Boy, just nothing but averages, huh? Their eyes aren't glowing, but as you get close to one of them, you notice a distinctly red tint. Hugo steps away from the crowd and reaches up very conspicuously to his earpiece. Uh, my friends, I think we are dealing with some form of a mass hypnosis. Concerning. Sweet. Okay. Hugo clears his throat. <clears throat> mass hypnosis. Why did you say it again? I, I just I was worried my accent would mess that on Penatobel. Hugo, why are you talking so strange? <laughs> they got to him. Oh my it's god! The Australian old fashions. <laughs> the okay. call is coming from the Assyrian old fashioned. <laughs> do, All right. Do you think they're gonna make a move soon? Are they so they're putting the crowd like between us and them. I, I, I think they are sort of equating uh, with the uh, like a human shield, except uh, not everyone here is human. That was reductionist of me. Uh, but uh, oh, a living going. shield. Some sort of, uh, sorry, I, I will speak more generically. Some sort of flesh barrier. <laughs> is that better? Not living shield, huh? Uh, oh, you're right. That is miles better. <laughs> this is in character. I'm sorry. Um, uh, yes, no, I think they are, they are sort of, uh, it, it looks like uh, everyone is moving so uniformly. This feels like hypnosis. Like they are intentionally controlling the crowd. Quite literally, crowd control. Mm-hmm. Is there, is there like a sunlight, a uh, sunroof sunlight in this museum? Sunlight or like sun? Yeah, is there like a glass ceiling anywhere? A, a skylight. Um, yeah. A skylight. skylight, sure. Not in this main room, but in like the smaller atria off to the uh. side there are. Like they, there are some that definitely, probably because sunlight might be harm, like harmful to some of the artifacts that are inside that are quite old. Um... Like in the main entryway where you came in to and like put away your weapons and your tickets and stuff, that has like an atria that has a sunlight or sunroof. But like in this main area where you are now and where the artifacts are, there isn't. And also okay. it's nighttime. If you know that matters. Right. My my thinking was to go up onto the roof so that I could see the artifacts without issue. But if there is no way to see them from the roof, then I am not going to do that. Not there. No. Uh, we need to keep an eye on those artifacts, and we need to keep an eye on Zorban and, uh, Daughter to make sure that they don't make a move toward them or something. But I don't know that we should act until they act. Yeah, I don't know um, if I want to start anything. Uh, Finley is going to gather the, like, small congregation of people she's, uh, bewitched with her winning personality. <laughs> uh, and, like, take them to one of the artifacts that's real. Uh, and start telling the story of how they got it uh, to, like, you know, her fun audience. Which is fun, because Finley was present for none of those. Oh, that's... <laughs> yeah. So she makes the story mm. up. Yeah, she makes the story up. No worries. So back when I was a different character, I... <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you the, the story of uh, someone named Luck. That's not true. <laughs> Uh, Finley wasn't there for the two that are real. Yeah, oh. that sucks. So I guess she's gonna go to that one and uh, the that, 
I mean, to, to the fair, other real one. Do we know that any of them are real? Like, he could have brought in fakes, too. Yeah, that's true. That true. But anyways, I go to the other real one that is definitely real and start telling the story of getting it from the... Where, where did we get it? Uh, Depends on which one. That one either, but... <laughs> Uh, I wasn't there for any of them. No. Well, then I don't do this. <laughs> just, make that up. just make up a story. Yeah, just lie. Bullshit. Um, you have a winning personality. Have I you never this. lied to impress yeah, someone? All right, so I'm lying so to impress someone right one now. Of the ones that uh, one of the earlier ones and start being like, my friends got that. Let me tell you about them. There we go. My friends in there. Okay, so... uh, and like Petros is here at the party and can hear Finley like on the other side of the room being like, and then there's Petros who's eight feet tall. <laughs> and so um, built from her perspective, he wears yeah. hot pants all the time. What? So the scene uh, in uh, Return of the Jedi where three PO is communicating the story of Star Wars to the Ewoks. <laughs> but it's just a very drunk Irish Hobbit. Yeah. Fuck is a hobbit. Sorry. I do not respect international copyright law, Andrew. <laughs> well, I don't have hairy feet and I do wear shoes is the only thing. But you are high all the time. And you love potatoes. <laughs> well, that's... Oh, well, yeah. Well, Finley isn't high all the time. And hates potatoes, so... Uh, she loves potatoes. Don't fucking sacrilege. You're in right. My I'm house. sorry, Johnny. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Anyways, I I do that to try and uh, one have myself near to it so I can keep my eye on it, uh, and two because I'm having a good time. Okay. Um, charisma check. Oh, good. I am. Uh, I have a plus one to that. Are are any of the people I'm talking to dwarves? No. Oh, Specific. I have advantage on them. Why? Oh, all right. Uh, eighteen. Hey. Okay. okay. So there's like a group of three or four who you've like, who are now your like devoted followers, hanging on every word you say. I love that for Finley. Um. Yes. Yeah, so. I imagine it's probably going to be kind of difficult for me to get over there as I am deeply noticeable. Um, but I can give it a shot. Tall, hot, so true. I mean, mostly it's just just tall and green. <laughs> I don't think that's that weird at this party, actually. That's fair. Are there green. any other, like, orcs or half-orcs? Ollie's blue. This yeah, true, Ollie's blue. Um... Which also means he probably is not going to be able to get very close either. No, there are no other orcs or half-orcs at this party. Just you and Coria. Mateus might be able to, though. Oh, get over towards the artifacts? Get closer, anyway. Yeah, then... Then Coria and I would be able to. If he's willing, anyway. He might just him. be like, fuck off and leave. <laughs> fuck off, you were hitting on my mom earlier, bye. But <laughs> he, he doesn't really care. Um, okay. That I was hitting on his mom? Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, well, I think it's a little weird, but, you know, you do you. 
I don't run her life, so. That's right. I was going to make a real stupid joke. Moving right along. Um, Yeah, just... Do we remember if he's in our group call? Do I don't think so. I don't know. I don't remember if you put him there or not. I don't think we did. I feel like you joked. You definitely joked about it, but I don't know if you like. But I don't think we committed to the bit. That's okay. At least he'll be able to like flag us down or whatever. I just I don't know. Yeah, if he if he would not mind going and getting closer, just so we have another person on the inside with Finley. I think that would be nice. He will. He'll like start to move kind of closer in that area as he does so the crowd that of about like five or so people um which has started to spread out through this area kind of move to block him off from interesting moving towards the artifacts okay hugo taps his earpiece oh yes this is some flesh barrier for sure Absolutely. I was hoping that he wouldn't be tagged, necessarily, but it seems like he's been kind of looped in. It seems like anyone who tries to approach either gets, like, turned away by the crowd, either naturally through, like, a redirection, or they are talking to Zorvon and Cordelia. But Finley was able to get close. Yes. Finley was able to. Finley over the the mic is just like, yeah, I'm doing great. Interesting. Finley and her four flesh shields. Yeah. Okay. Well, at least Finley's close. Do, oh, over the comms. Do, uh, do any of the other magic people, do you have like dispel magic or anything like that? I don't. I was just looking. I was just looking. Petros isn't flipping through the book in his brain that says you have four cantrips or whatever. Petros uh, filtering through, the... through his spell slots in his brain. Yeah. yeah. No. Just Corian? Okay. Um. I don't think she uh, does, but Co- I will look and see if that's on her cleric spell list. Coria looks off into space and like Final <laughs> Fantasy menu navigation <laughs> noises start. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So true, so true. <laughs> I keep thinking to myself I should take to soul magic, and then I'm like, nah, I'm not gonna need that. <laughs> I you keep super are. It's one of the most powerful spells in the I game. I know, and every time we need it, I'm like, god damn it, I won't make that mistake again, and then I do every time. <laughs> Nick, could we level up real quick? No. Yeah, just that. <laughs> she just has a bunch of, like, strong healing magic. And... Okay, well... Okay. Holy weapon and stuff like that. Uh, she doesn't have strong heels. You say strong heels and for revivify. Okay, yeah, well, oh, we die. can just trust her to put a stiletto through uh, Zorban's eye. That's right, Andrew. What's up? So, uh, if this turns bad, we gotta. We don't want to kill these people. So, like. If we don't have any way to dispel, then we just gotta, like, knock him out with non-lethal. I can't do that with a fireball, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, that's always lethal. Yeah. But just a heads up, like, we probably shouldn't kill all these people. No, agreed. We're gonna but have to just get them Zorban out of the way. and 
Cordelia are like fair game. Oh, absolutely. But they are also not going to care if these people die, obviously, so we're going to have to be really right. careful. Um, like this. I could also just cast fly and fly over to the artifacts, but that might cause... them. People might notice. Yeah, maybe. You could do that? <laughs> yeah, after our problems I mean... at the river the other day, I... Took the, I learned the fly spell. Oh, that's a good idea. You know, I could probably just work that into my story, and then it wouldn't be a weird thing that you were flying around. It would be a... <laughs> Everyone would be like, yeah, that tracks. Do you think you can do that? It would be that? a cool thing. Uh, Finley, like, doesn't say anything back over, like, the comms thing. And it's like, oh, and we just met this new guy, and he can fucking fly. Uh, and then she, like, calls over to you, actually, with her voice. And it's like, Ollie! Ollie! Fly! Show them that you can fly! <laughs> You're gonna love this. Do do these people buy it? <laughs> they seem now less interested in what Finley is saying, and their eyes are more trained on the artifacts. Alright, well... Fuck it. Um... I'm gonna cast fly on myself. Uh, and you are going to fly where? So I'm going to. So I cast fly. I'm gonna fly up and like doing flips and like a performance because I'm supposed to be coming into like this this story that is being told. Uh, I just want to fly over the people and land next to Finley. Okay, how far, how high in the sky are you flying? Uh, well, or how I big guess, is this place? The ceiling's like, I guess in the main hall it would be like 15 feet up. Okay, I mean, I'm really just going high enough to get oh, over these people. a much grander hall in my brain. This is like the middle entrance, though. The main atria areas you've already passed through. The one that's much taller. So I'm pretty much just flying to try to get over the top of the people and over to where Finley is. So I don't think I need to go that high, but like 10 feet up. Something like that. And if they want an opportunity to attack me, fucking do it and let's kick this off. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Andrew, I bet you weren't expecting the local giraffe folk to show up to this party. (laughs) (laughs) Four frost giants just happen to be crowding in front of you. Oh, yes, that's more likely than giraffe folk. My bad. What I'm going to do, I'm going to do for flavor. So I hope you don't mind. Is it a good flavor? Sure. What flavor is it? I think it's a good flavor. You let me know after I do it. Okay. Um. So you cast fly on yourself. You lift up into the air and you start floating and flipping and turning over the heads of the various patrons, many of whom are either... Uh, they they look up at you kind of like uh, unsure of what the fuck you're doing. Um, it's a little weird. Maybe maybe they hired this entertainment. I don't know. <laughs> um, but as you get closer, you're like about to reach where Cordelia and Zorban is. Something reaches up and grabs your ankle. What is it? It's a hand that is cold with long fingernails 
claws almost. Oh, you don't like that. And you look down and one of the people who had been kind of moving along with this concerted effort with the other party goers has reached up to like grab your ankle in a death grip, almost like an instinctive reaction when you flew over it. This person with red eyes and grayish pale skin. And that is where we will end this episode. The show you've just been listening to was The Legends of Laia. Brought to you by Infinity Brick, where we're telling stories our own way. This show is dungeon mastered by Nick Boylan, edited by Andrew Akel, and produced by Ben Hamlin. It features the voices of Andrew Akel, Ben Hamlin, Manny Trumbo Gomes, and Johnny Ronaldo. Our music is by Johnny Ronaldo, and our logo is by Andy Wilson. You can check out all of our other shows at infinitybreak.net and support us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash infinitybreak, where there's plenty of Legends of Leia bonus content, including chatter from recordings and insight on the story and world. You can also follow us at our Twitter account at Legends of Laia. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next week. Ha 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 ha.